0: The Golfing Union of Ireland podcast. Hello and welcome to the GUI podcast. It's been a while since our last one, but given that one of the biggest changes in the sport is just around the corner, we thought it would be a good idea to talk about the impact of the new World Handicap System. My name is Alan Kelly and I'm joined on the show today by two members of the joint GUI and ILGU World Handicap System Committee, Jim Mooney, the chairperson, and Roma English, who's also a board member of Congo. The World Handicap System comes into effect here in Ireland on the 2nd of November, replacing the current Congo system. So, Roma, let's get straight into it. Why are we moving to the World Handicap System at all and why change?
1: Well, uh, currently, uh, players who go abroad are unable to easily uh, bring their scores back. Uh, We have to do several adjustments to make it work. So it would seem sensible that, in fact, we, we incorporated the entire world into the handicapping system just as the rules of golf apply to everyone around the world. So uh, and this seemed to be a good time. Once we got the modernised rules of golf in place, it seemed to be the appropriate time to put in a handicapping system uh, accordingly.
0: So we have rules of golf which apply globally around the world, the rules of amateur status, the the, the rules pertaining to equipment, and now handicapping follows suit. So what has changed, Jim?
2: What has changed is that in the Congo system as we currently know it, your handicap is increased or decreased by integer system in other words your handicap is increased by 0.1 every time you go out and don't sh- uh, or outside the buffer zone or and it's decreased by the category whereas uh, of golf or category of handicap that you are in whereas in the world handicap system it will be an averaging system so that will be uh, world handicap will take your eight best golf score scores change them into eight score differentials and uh, out of your last 20 records, and that will uh, convert into a handicap index.
0: Just to sum that up, the, the, the purpose of the system is to allow everyone to obtain and maintain a handicap index, to use the handicap index on any golf course around the world, and to be able to compete with anyone, I suppose, on a fair and equal basis. Would, would that sum it up, Roma?
1: Yes, it would, uh, off any set of tees that they decide to play. And going forward, this will be more suitable for mixed ability groups, or for mixed gender competitions where it will suit the ability uh, of the higher handicapped mm. players to play for the formal tees and uh, also leaving the better players to be challenged off uh, a set of, of, of longer tees. And we hope that all of the tees will be rated accordingly for both men and women and will have gender neutral colours.
0: We'll come back to that shortly because I, I do have some questions for you on that. But but Roma, just staying with you for a second, handicap index, course rating, playing handicap, course handicap. There's a lot of new terminology in there for people. Maybe you would just take us through what each of those is, starting off with the handicap index.
1: Well, the handicap index is allocated to a player uh, by uh, doing an average of eight scores, which Jim has already explained. And that sets it somewhat like uh, the exact handicap. It won't resemble it, but it will act in the same way. All players will be given a handicap index. That then, in turn, will be adjusted to a course handicap. Now, the course handicap is the most important one. Even though they need to definitely know their handicap index and that is their responsibility, the course handicap is the one that needs to be recorded on the scorecard. Otherwise, if it's recorded and it's too high, a player could be disqualified. So the course handicap needs to be correct, and uh, this can be achieved by uh, looking, entering your handicap index into the computer terminal or by looking up a chart, which will be available throughout uh, clubhouses uh, and easily available to players. Then following on to that, a playing handicap adjustment comes in. Now the playing handicap is only for competitions and will have absolutely no impact on a player's handicap adjustment at all. It is 95% for most formats of play. And this is really to give a sort of a level playing field, if you like, between Mm -hmm. the low handicap and the higher handicaps, because of course now handicaps can go up as high as 54. Mm -hmm. So the three are very important in their own way. But the one that is important is the course rating. And there's a, course rating appropriate for every team and that applies to your home course as well as any away courses that you go to mm-hmm. and that is the one that's important it's also important i may add here uh, to say that in Stifford and maximum score competitions if you find that you're out of shots this will be according to your course handicap and not the playing handicap okay. so that's the difference there. Okay?
0: Okay, so Jim, uh, if we could take just an example of someone turning up to play golf in a a club competition on a Saturday morning. Um, They arrive in, and what do they do to get onto the golf course? They look up their handicap index, take it from there.
2: Well, basically, they'll do the same as what they do now. They will log into their uh, computer software in their home club. Um, they will put in their handicap index if it's not already in there, and they will uh, nominate the set of tees that they're going to play from. And the software will automatically uh, generate a course handicap and also a playing handicap for that set of tees. They get their scorecard. They put their course handicap on mm-hmm. it, which is obligatory, as Roma said. And we are suggesting that they would also put their uh, handicap index and a playing handicap on the card after they go and play. And that's. When That's it.
0: Done. So the, yeah. there's no calculating of handicaps, uh, your your course handicap yourself. The computer will tell you it uh, and you, you just have to go out and enjoy your golf, basically.
2: That's correct. Now, if for some reason the computer is not working or there's a power failure or for some reason, there is a, a lookup chart available and this has been distributed to all clubs. For each set of tees within the club, there is a lookup chart that will automatically tell you um, what your handicap index uh, or what your course handicap is in relation to your handicap index mm-hmm. um, and that's available in all clubs at the moment and from that then you will just have to manually uh, calculate your playing handicap by uh, multiplying your course mm-hmm. handicap by ninety five percent in the singles uh, format for stableford stroke uh, v par mm-hmm. or
0: maximum score. Okay, I should just say to, to listeners that all of this information is available at golfnet.ie forward slash WHS and you can uh, access a lot of the uh, frequently asked questions in a player's presentation pack and, and the full rules of handicapping booklet uh, as laid out by the RNA and the USGA. Roma, can I just come back to you and w- one of the things that uh, is, 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 hasn't been mentioned yet but I, I, I suspect we'll need a little bit of explanation is the, uh, is the term slope rating. What does that actually mean?
1: Well, the slope rating is, is uh, worked out to adjust the uh, difficulty in playing the course between the bogey player and the scratch player. And a bogey player is someone, a woman, who has a handicap of 24 or more and a man with a handicap of 20 or more. And it compares the difficulty of the two between the, the bogey player and the scratch player. It doesn't actually say tell you the difficulty of the course, but that would be the course rating but it does quit the two and gives a level playing field again for players to play.
0: It's a leveler, if you like, for the uh, for the system. Yeah. Jim, if I can come to you just uh, on the subject of peer review, that's new for this system, isn't
2: it? Peer review is just a new term for, for, for reviewing players' uh, performances uh, and it will be uh, constantly going on. Peer review will be done by two, two sets of people as such it will be done by the handicap committee number 1 and also it will be available for play, players to review or uh, one another's uh, uh, scores or playing um, when they finish playing 're to make sure just that they have their correct scores put in number one and that their handicaps are reflective of their playing ability. I should say their handicap index now rather than handicap yeah. that their handicap index is reflective of their playing ability.
0: Now some people might think just by listening to this and maybe dipping into the website that a lot of things are changing but an awful lot is actually going to stay the same. Golf is still going to be played by the rules of golf. You will still designate a home club to manage and maintain your handicap index. You're still going to have to pre-register on the day of play your intent to return a score. Um, you still have the option to return general play scores, which replaces the supplementary score system. And that includes society scores as well, which haven't been up to, up to now been accepted. Um, and competition results are not processed in the normal way. There's no CSS calculated. Roma, what, what is going to happen and what, what's going to replace the CSS? Uh, a
1: playing conditions calculation will replace the CSS but it is not as volatile as the CSS was and will apply to all players who return a score on any day on a golf course. So not necessarily the scores that have been returned in the competition, but if other players go out and return general play scores, they will be included. And at the end of the day, the PCC will be worked out and applied to a player's uh, handicap or to a player's uh, score that has been loaded up to the uh, platform and help uh, not included in the handicap adjustment
0: okay so we're going to move into the the area now you know before your round um and to talk a little bit about this um you know rounds they must be played in an authorized format of play as you've alluded to some of them there over a minimum number of holes and again by the rules of golf you you must go out and it must you must play with at least one other person who's an authorized marker uh, you must be. Pl- you must play on a co- on a course with a current course rating and slope rating, and it must be certified in accordance with the rules of handicapping. So, Jim, registration prior to play. Uh, what does that involve?
2: That involves basically that you. Uh, what it involves is that you register your intention to play, and that your uh, round of golf will be uh, used for handicap adjustment. Basically, that's what it means. It's up to each club to put in for in, play, in place. Uh, a method of registration, whether that be registering on the computer terminal, uh, hopefully in future, into 2021, we will have an app that will be able to do that. Uh, it can be by, if a club doesn't have, uh, um, like a nine-hole club that doesn't open all day, that they would have uh, some means available that you can go in and register your intention, that you want the round of golf to uh, count for handicapping purposes basically that's what it means it's, it's much the same as it is now that won't be any different you still have to register on the congo that you want to play uh, in a qualifying competition but for for uh, to to register for in whs it's the same thing
0: and jim just picking up on that society scores the the uh, inclusion of society scores in this system uh, that's that's new is it
2: it is uh, in, in, in the fact that the, the player can now decide whether he wants a score in a society to count for uh, handicap adjustment. Prior to this, uh, society scores... Uh, were just used in, in uh, annual reviews or stuff, and that if they beat the standard scratch of the course now a player can go out in a society and he can say I want my score today to register for handicap adjustment and he registers uh, in the club that he's going to play in whether that's in his home club or, or in uh, an away club if the society is going to an away club uh, he just registers to say that, that he wants his score to count and the club that he's going must provide that facility that he can play Uh, his round of golf for handicap adjustment
0: roma uh, we we you mentioned earlier that this new system or it was mentioned earlier this new system is going to be based out on an average of eight of 20 scores um how do players actually go about getting a handicap index how is that calculated
1: their differentials are worked out by their adjusted gross score minus the course rating for the course then they're multiplied by 113 divided by the slope rating for the course. 113 is the standard number across the world, which is used as a basis for these various calculations. So when they have their best, the best eight out of them, 20 of these differentials will be averaged to give them the stroke index. And that stroke index will then be used to produce their course handicap.
0: And the good news for golfers out there is that the software will do this for them.
1: It will do it all for
0: them. That's great. No, I mean, maths isn't my strong point. I could certainly do with a bit of help. So, uh, no, I'm delighted to hear that. And all of that will be available, of course, through the new golfireland.ie website, which will launch uh, on the 2nd of November. Um, For those who are coming new to the game, Jim, uh, is there anything changing there in terms of the number of cards or the number of rounds you have to complete?
2: No, it's exactly the same as now. They will have to, a new player coming to the game will have to submit 54 holes of golf made up of a combination of either 6 9 hole competitions 3 18 hole sorry i shouldn't say competitions 3, uh, three 6 9 hole cards 3 18 hole cards or a combination of 9 and 18 holes uh, and that those scores will then be put into the system and the system will generate a handicap index based on uh, the table that's available uh, to give a handicap index it's as simple as same as it's as simple as that and it's the same as now they still have to at the moment they have to submit 54 holes of golf to get uh, an exact handicap, uh, whereas in the WHS, it's the same thing. They have to submit 54 holes of golf to get Mm -hmm. a handicap index. The 54 holes must be played over a course with uh, a slope and course rating. Mm -hmm. must be off a measured course played in qualifying conditions, and they must have a qualified marker to certify the cards.
0: Okay, so we've got all that sorted. We know what we're doing. We head to the first tee and during the round, I assume that during the the new system, you know, players are still they still have to act with integrity. They have to make the best score possible at each hole. They have to play by the rules of golf and make sure their marker verifies those scores after each hole uh, and obviously consult with the committee if there's any issues, if they have any questions before they sign and return their card. But it, Roma, if I could just jump in here maybe and, and, and try and get people to to understand a little bit about the holes required for a valid score. You know, are no returns still a thing in the World Handicap system? What's what's the situation there?
1: Well, uh, no returns won't be really accepted. A player really has to play nine holes in a nine-hole competition. And a player required to play 10 holes, a minimum of 10 holes in an 18-hole competition. However, if they do not play any more than 10 holes for a valid reason, their score will be scaled up to 18 holes but the reason has to be acceptable to the committee it would be for poor light it would be for bad weather a number of things like that players cannot just walk in and decide that they're going to take the scaling up because they don't like their score at that time so therefore club committees are going to have to be very vigilant and keep a close look on whether people are returning their scores or not returning their scores
0: Okay, well that's fairly clear. Um, so you play a round, you come in, you submit your score in accordance with the, the club procedures as soon as possible after you've completed a round. Your card, uh, it must be you know, certified or verified by a marker. Jim, what happens then at the end of the day? What is this playing conditions calculation that happens?
2: At the end of the day, uh, all scores that have been submitted to the software in the club from any player who wishes his ca- uh, score to be used for handicap adjustment, all those scores at the end of the day uh, will be submitted up to the .golf platform, which is the cloud-based uh, handicap and adjusting software. PCC will be, will be calculated that day for all the players that played on that course or that set of tees for that day. Uh, and the new handicap index or the adjusted handicap index will be sent back down to the club software or to Golf Ireland so that the player can view that the following day. Okay, it's as simple as that.
0: That, that seems fairly straightforward. So it's an automatic process at the end of play every day, taking into consideration all scores on that particular course during the day, whether there were competition scores or additional scores added in. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. We've had a great oversight there of the system and how it works. But I know from reading our Twitter feed, I know from reading on Facebook and from talking to golfers up and down the country, there's really a few questions that stand out um, that golfers want an answer to. So Jim, uh, to you, one of the questions I, I get asked almost every day now is, will my handicap change significantly? Am I going to be getting shots back? Is it going to decrease? You know, What will golfers expect on the 2nd of November?
2: There are a number of factors, Alan, that will affect the handicap index on the transition. Number one, players who have a 20 uh, entries on their handicap record should see no real significant difference to their handicap because that will be an, a, a true figure of what they're playing the lower handicaps will stay the same or may decrease slightly. (laughs) The middle range, and I'm talking maybe five or six exact handicap at the moment, up to 15, will basically stay the same or maybe increase slightly. And the higher handicaps are likely to go out. Uh, But that's all dependent on the number of entries on on their record. It also depends on the slope uh, and course rating of the courses that they're from. Mm -hmm. But uh, at the moment, it's looking like 80% of players will have no significant difference. will have no significant difference. The other factors that will uh, affect the handicap index is that players who have received general play increases or decreases over the last few months, they are not reflected in the handicap index uh, transition because golf golf will only accept qualifying scores. So basically overall there won't be major significant difference in one or two cases there might be but these will be uh, reflected and handicap committees can adjust up or down whichever is applicable
0: jim just to clarify dot golf are a a company which we've contracted to manage and maintain the the handicap database for us and do all the calculations but if i can just come back to a point that you've 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 said there you know 20 scores the more scores you have in the, the the I suppose the more accurate your handicap index is going to be um those 20 scores are taken from this year and the two years previous is that correct
2: that's correct the scores on golfnet. Uh Going back to the 1st of January 2018, all scores from 2018, 2019, and the current year will be taken by golf. And if there are 20 scores on your record or more, they will take the the last 20 scores uh, on the the Golfnet record. They will take the eight uh, lowest scores and average them out, and that will be your handicap index. For scores that are less than 20, there is a table uh, with, uh, sorry, for records with less than 20 entries, there is a table that .golf will use to calculate the handicap index. And for players with no entries on their record, there is, uh, .golf will allocate three notional scores, take the lowest, give it a minus two, and that will be the handicap index. So the more scores that are on uh, Golfnet handicap record, the more reflective it is mm. of the handicap index is, is correct.
0: And Roma, if I can just come to you, um, you know, I've been asked, will my handicap change every time I go out and play? Is that is that something that's going to happen?
1: No, it may change. It may not change. It depends if, it, if they have a very good score and it replaces one of the scores and the record of 20. then yes, it is quite likely that it would change. But if the score is only an average score or uh, played, played <coughs> to your handicap, it may not make a change. And if it's a very bad score, it probably won't reflect reflect anything in your handicap either. So it's a matter of um, just looking every day or whenever uh, to check that your handicap hasn't changed. But it's unlikely that it will be a daily process.
0: Okay, Uh, Jim, if I can come back to you and something we mentioned earlier, and I just want to come back and touch on it is competition golf. So. Um, can a golf club have multiple courses or tees uh, in use during a competition? You know, can I, If I turn up on a Saturday morning and I'm feeling great and I want to play off the back tips, but I'm playing with someone who's new to the game, can they play off a different set of tees in competition?
2: Yes, under uh, WHS, uh, competitions can be run from uh, two tees and uh, the software will uh, allocate... Uh, shots to the people playing off the back tees for competition purposes but for handicap purposes the slope rating and the course rating of the set of tees played for will be used for handicap uh, adjustment at the end of the day when all scores are sent up to um, the system in the cloud for handicap adjustment.
0: Is there any difficulty with a club only having one set of tees in operation or what, is there a recommendation for how many sets of tees should be in play?
2: There's no recommendation It uh, if if a club has only one set of tees for whatever for reason, the other set of tees might be under uh, manual uh, configuration or there might be course uh, improvements, then that's fine. But uh, co- um, clubs should, it's recommended that they should provide all sets of tees for players turning up on the day so that they can play off a set of tees that, that they want. But uh, that's up to the club to put the sets of tees in play.
0: And Roma, how how is that going to work? And maybe we're straying a little bit from handicapping now, but how is this going to work in terms of results in a competition?
1: Well, the adjustment is made to the player's handicap who (coughs) gets shots from the forward tees, generally speaking, based on (coughs) par, or um, generally on on their handicap. And they, they give you good guidance on that in the rules of handicapping. So it'll not have any effect at all. The slope rating of the tees, Uh, will take that into consideration when the result is going to be worked out because the forward Ts will be sloped differently from the T's that the people are playing off behind them or uh, of the more challenging set of T's. So Mm -hmm. um, they they will get a very adequate result and... uh, the people who are playing off forward tees will enjoy it more.
0: I think there'll probably need to be a shift in mentality in some golf clubs because here we have a system now which identifies tees by colour. You know, you might have a red tee, a blue tee, black tee, white tee, but in some clubs they're still viewed as men's and women's tees, but this mixes the whole thing up.
1: Yes, uh, we're trying to get away from that and have what we call gender neutral colours. Uh, for instance, um, some clubs would have a tee where it's rated for both men and women. So there would be one set of tees there, two different slope ratings, one for men, one for women. And it, whenever the player arrives at the club, perhaps the professional says, what's your handicap, uh, sir or madam? Uh, oh, well, it's 54. Uh, oh, well, then we suggest you play off the black tees. Or they might say, my handicap is two in which case they'd say, well, I think you should pay off the pink tees or the bronze tees mm-hmm. or whatever colour tees there are. And that would mean that they could play according to their ability and really enjoy their golf. It sounds. Like- That's in the future, and I think it's another thing that has to be changed. The mindset will need to be uh, changed in this country. This would actually happen now, probably, in the States or in some yeah. places in Europe, but it's not normal here and it'll take a little bit of time to come settle down and Uh,
0: take place i mean culture change does take time but it's fantastic to think that an absolute beginner and a more experienced golfer can tee off on two different sets of tees and and play together and be more competitive than they would have been playing off the same set of tees in competitions i I think that's a a real positive um jim is there anything else that you'd like to to add to uh what uh, to the discussion so far
2: no i think the main thing that we have to get across to uh players and clubs in general, is that the old Congo system is gone. We have to have a whole new, as you say, a whole new mindset of how we think about uh, WHS. It is a more fairer system. Uh, It's more equitable. And as Roma says, it enables all players to play off an equal uh, base, uh, taking into account the slope and court rating of all the sets of tees and the ability of the players to be able to play on on a particular set of tees. Uh, I think, myself, it's a good system. Uh, it's much improved than the Congo system and hopefully players will adapt to it and uh, take it on board.
0: And Roma, finally, just to you, uh, for yourself, uh, you've been out on the road, you've been, you know, prior to lockdown, you were out on the road talking to clubs and talking to individuals and you've been meeting clubs um, over the past few months. How are people reacting to this and what are your own hopes for the system?
1: Well, I think they'll probably enjoy it more. Uh, Once they get into the mindset of not going out and thinking they're going to go up 0.1% every time if they produce a bad score. Of course, there's uh, reluctance always to accept change and uh, people have the right to to think that, I suppose, but we have tried to impress on them that it's a much better system. It's a portable handicap index. They'll be able to take it abroad with them, compete against other people in their golf clubs over in Portugal or Spain, uh, and enjoy that game of golf without having to wonder whether they're a better player or somebody else is a better player they can go out with their husbands or partners or their friends and play and compete on a level basis and once they just get used to it, and I don't think that's going to take very long, and they really will enjoy this system and enjoy their golf much more.
0: Well Jim and Roma, thank you for joining us. It sounds like the World Handicapping System is ready to go here in Ireland on the 2nd of November and we look forward to talking to you uh, after its launch for an update on its progression. Thanks very much. The Golfing Union of Ireland podcast.